We're about to get started, so. Uh, Laura, guys, we're going to start. Uh -huh. Can you please close the door? Yeah. Thank you. No. No, 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 no. That that might actually might help. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see some traffic yeah. if possible. Um. I just didn't want people yelling in the background. That's yeah. all. That's all. But regular business is fine. Yeah. Got to get your money. Exactly. All right. This is Sipping with Sammy. I am Sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rouge. If you ain't Sipping with Sammy, you ain't Sipping right. Please get your fucking <laughs> life together. It'll be 2023 already and you wouldn't have had a shot yet. And I'm here at Old City Kitchen with Chef Mishu. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm excited <laughs> to have you. Um, little background. I met Chef a little while ago. Shout out to George. Um, I met a supporting George. And immediately when I met you, you approached everybody I was with with so much love and energy. Thank you. And you were willing to share about your, um, your, your background and your past. And I, I, just, I just appreciated you from the beginning. And then you fed me. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. And we know how that goes. That, that goes without that's saying. That's how the love starts. <laughs> but give the people a little background on um, first what you do here, and then we'll get into the other things. So we are in Old City Kitchen, this beautiful space. Absolutely. It's so pretty. Um, we're all second in market, so we have a lot of tourist people here. But we have a, like, a big community of the old city kitchen, the people who's been living around here for so long. So we started this kitchen uh, to start sharing uh, chef knowledge about what they make. Mm -hmm. And we just started doing classes. And mm. people got really excited. Oh, I'm making sushi now. Uh, because most of the people didn't know what to eat when they were in the pandemic and they were mm. all. So we were with, with that plan. Let's do and share share what you know to mm -hmm. all the people so they don't have to make rice or grilled cheeses all day. Every day. <laughs> right, 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 right. And that's, it sounds simple, but it was so important during that time. And anytime you're sharing knowledge, that's a And blessing. people were spending so much money on food. That, I know that, they were. Yes. We were. Because <laughs> we most of the people don't know how to cook. And then if we can teach you how to make a simple paella or a rice or, or rice or... Or a steak. You just have to know how to cook a steak and don't make it like a cardboard or something like that. And that's <laughs> what I'm trying to teach you. Technique to not make cardboard. <laughs> Absolutely. No cardboard steaks. I always tell people, man, y'all paying for expensive hamburgers. Uh-huh. It's not a steak. And then uh, we have a lot of people here. The for the classes. We have brunch. We have lunches. We have breakfast sometimes. We have uh, uh, pop-ups. On Wednesday, mm -hmm. there is a lot of people who come different vendors mm -hmm. and they sell their product here so mm -hmm. all wednesday since since like 12 in the morning till late at night mm -hmm. they do sell their product here so that's nice come and check it out too they have so many people who live around the this area the community also awesome. here no that makes sense too because everybody we, we're trying to get into this shop local um grow local yes. you know what i mean and buy a local thing yes let's and keep our people, our money, instead of giving it to the big corporations. Exactly. That's so y'all are building a pipeline yes. for that. That's and that's beautiful. that's what we want. We want to help all people, chef and cooks. And even if you just make cupcakes, I want you to bring that here so we can help you share it with the rest of the public and OCD. Absolutely, I like that. I like that a lot. So what do you have? What are you making today? Oh, I'm Venezuelan, so <laughs> I can make arepas, empanadas, pabellón. Mm -hmm. But today I'm selling empanadas, and I'm gonna feed you again. All right, cool. <laughs> we get started with the empanadas. empanadas. This right here mm -hmm. is cornmeal, mm -hmm. and as you know, uh, well, most of the people don't know, but South America is. Most of the people in South America are Native American, mm -hmm. and I'm from Venezuela, and my great-grandmother have this recipe of this pool beef, where it's carrots, onions, peppers, slow cook for eight hours, mm. and that's how the meat gets so tender and so juicy, and mm -hmm. so, and 
That's, Shout out to grandma for her patience. That's the patience of the grandma. Let it go. <laughs> so I do. I'm doing here everything like that. Mm-hmm, from, same way. Like like the same way that my grandma used to do it. Cause all this posh gives love. Mm-hmm. And then. So you learned how to cook from grandma. From grandma. Well, my dad also went to culinary school, mm. and he moved. When I was two years old, he moved to Aruba, and he started cooking there. Mm. And when I used to go there and visit him every every summer, and one summer he broke his arm, and he's like, "Oh, Michelle, if you don't cook, we're gonna You're starve." Gonna eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, Dad, show me how to cook a tomato." Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. I started with a tomato, and now I'm in Philly. <laughs> Making up bananas. <laughs> Making up bananas. It's funny you say Aruba because um, ever since I was a child, my family had timeshare in Aruba. Timeshare. So, yeah, so nice. we used to go out there for vacations. The once in a while they would take us. A lot of times they like to go with their friends or by themselves for their Maybe um, I anniversary. Maybe there. Yeah. And it's like the the um the community, especially years ago. Yeah. Now it's a little more touristy than it was back yeah. in the day. But it was just so much love. The one little happy island yeah, thing. Yeah, the you, happy island. You believed yes. it once you was there. And my um, daddy's been there for thirty two years. Mm. Uh, he has his own restaurant there. Beautiful. It's called La Rinconada. Mm-hmm. And he has Venezuelan food too. Mm-hmm. Um, his food is amazing. But he also works at the Renaissance Hotel where he makes paellas and risottos and like fancy, fancy food. Yeah, they love him out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he got a all the friends. A little bit of laughter, a little bit. Of, yes. Nah, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. So, how did you get here to America to, oh. to share these culinary feasts with us? It's a long story, but starting, I used to do politics in my country, mm-hmm. and since 1998, I was eight years old, mm-hmm. I've been looking at the politics in my country and how my uncle was a politician, a, a politician teacher, so I used to hear him and my, the rest of my family talking what about happening in my country in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then this guy, Hugo Chavez Frias, he is trying to be the president and he gave a cue to the government and it is a mess and I'm scared because my family is like, we don't know what's gonna happen now. These right. people is getting with Fidel Castro and whatever and I don't understand. So I start getting involved in that and I get start getting interested because I was scared. So I got involved in politics and then the result of that is my commu- my mayor is chasing me now because he's thinking that I'm trying to be a mayor there or mm-hmm. take his job or or I, 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 whatever reason they had it right. didn't even matter they were just they were threatened by you yeah they were threatened mm-hmm. so I they put me in prison in 2017 and when we were on election day they were making people vote openly mm. so if you were voting if you were receiving something from the government and you were going to vote, you will have to vote openly. And they will get in your side and look at what you were voting for and oh, now you can keep that house or now you can keep that car. Mm-hmm. And then I I saw that happening and I was like, yeah, this is illegal. This is the constitution. I had the constitution in my hand and I'm like, eh, you have to stop doing this. You, this is illegal. You can do this. They were like, we know. <laughs> you know they said, we know already that don't matter it doesn't matter not it today happens here now too. <laughs> exactly <laughs> hilarious and then they I, I'm like no 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 I'm not moving here you have to stop doing this and they're like well no you're going and I sit down on the floor and you're not carrying me I'm not getting out of here they carry me out put me on the fucking truck take me out of there put me lock you up and, and lock me up and put me two days on these places where they were mentally abusing me and telling me, we're gonna rape you, we're gonna do this, and you, why are you doing this? Who is paying you for this? And I'm not, nobody's paying me. I'm worried about my my community, my family. What you is did the right thing. Us? You had a concern, yes. you were afraid of something, and you gained knowledge of it. And it wasn't just me, it was a group of people. We're like 700 kids mm. from, we just get done with high school and we were starting college, and then mm-hmm. we got together, and then we were like, we have to stop this. This mm-hmm. is gonna damage your country. This is, this is, education was already, they, they were shooting colleges, and they were like, closing them for 
they're still close. It's, mm-hmm. it's been 22 years. And after that, I, I they put me in prison and uh, thank God the group of people that I was with were really supportive mm-hmm. and they went to prison. Start sharing my name and say, te queremos, Michu, te queremos, to take me out of there. And finally, they, after panic attacks and my heart was breaking down, they saw the ambulance coming and they're like, oh, Michelle is really bad. The ambulance is coming and they're like, we're going in. And that's when they came in, dragged me out with the mm. lawyer. And there was a, uh, Nora Bracho, it's like a, like a congresswoman, mm-hmm. and she was there, she helped. taking me out so I I left I have to hide after that so I went to Colombia and hide there for two years Mm. and start working at culinary school as coffee and then (laughs) (laughs) you don't let that stop you boy no I don't (laughs) I don't stop fighting I don't stop trying how was everything mommy it was good I'm ready to pay if you're nice go ahead handle that that's fine this is what I do this for Mm-hmm. People like this, she came a couple days ago and she's like, I need to try your food. And oh. there she's back. <laughs> and now she's satisfied. She's How was your lemonade? The lemonade was sauce. Sauce? Sauce. I'm going to make like a platter next Saturday. Cool. Yes. I'll see you next Saturday. Lemonade. I'll make like chi- lemon chicken. Do you like lemon chicken? I do. Nice. I'll All make right. lemon chicken. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So now I got to come back for the lemon chicken. So you said two years in Colombia. Two years in Colombia, save money, get my, my stuff together, teach there. But I wanted to come to, I wanted to learn English and I wanted to learn French, finish mm-hmm. learning. Cause I was, I, I already knew a little bit, but I never, I couldn't speak like we're doing mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And because I was afraid of you not understanding what I was trying to say, so that was my holding me down. Mm-hmm. So I went to, I, I tried to figure out what to do, and my best friend is like, let's make a, let's do the French here and let's move to America. <laughs> because we, ha- we, were, we were choosing between uh, Canada, where you can speak French and, mm-hmm. and English, America, because this is a dream. <laughs> oh, the dream! Go and get right, the dream! Right, and I right. was like, "Yeah, we have to do that." Or mm-hmm. France to learn French, mm-hmm. and we start looking. That we decided America because he said America is the best place. And then we are like, "Or which city now? Mm-hmm. Which one is the is the most open to people who comes from other countries? Mm-hmm. Which one will help us with our papers and all mm-hmm. documents? Because we are political refugees. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're running from. Exactly. And then." Uh, we have Seattle, San Francisco, Washington, and Philly. Mm. All of them are sanctuary cities, mm-hmm. so they can't. They were protected here, mm-hmm. and San Francisco was too expensive. Washington, you need to have a car. Seattle is too expensive. Philly is paradise. Let's go to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's funny because when you give that list. I see you say they are sanctuary city, so it makes sense of how you compiled the list. But then I was really interested on how you decided to wind up here of yes. all those places. But that <laughs> makes the, sense. Yeah, it's the money and the traffic. Septa here, even if it sucks sometimes, mm-hmm. is better. No, it's we good. have, we have really better good. public transportation than a lot of most cities most in the, in, in yeah, the country. Washington has no transportation. No, nah, it's, very, it's very random. Um, I lived in Baltimore for a while. And they didn't have no trip. The buses were so I mean just trying to I stood outside the mall waiting for a bus for about three hours one oh time. Oh my gosh. It was the mall. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, thank God for SEPTA. We have the mall right here. If right. comes every three minutes okay, yep. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, we have empanadas. Uh oh. One is for you, one's for K. Mm-hmm. Take I'll take K hers. The empanada is a cornmeal sandwich of folding. Then this one is filled up with beef, carrots, onions, and extra love. 
and love. <laughs> and a lot love. of it. And that's why I wanted you to, um, because of course she's such a sweetheart. She tried to feed me as soon as I got here. Yep. And I'm like, no, nah, we got to show the love on the camera. So I was they, like, are you hungry? Do you thirsty? <laughs> what do you need? You need beer? You need what? What? <laughs> no, and I appreciate it, but then the people would have missed out on this part. Mm-hmm. The big Ooh, reveal. Look at that. That's perfect. That in there. Did we get that? <laughs> See all that love spewing out of there? Oh, that heat. Oh, that's nice. Look, it even fell the right way. Yep, it's, it, that looks so pretty. Looks like I meant to do it. <laughs> Whoa, the bottle was blocking. That big bottle out the way anyway. They don't pay us. There you go. See that? That's lovely. No, but um, we're going to let it cool off for a minute. I'm not going to try. No, you can't go not through gonna that. not going to try to talk to you with the hot mouth. <laughs> but, just um, came, it, that's how I do it. I do it fresh. Mm -hmm. Every time that I make an empanada, I'll do it fresh. You're going to see me making the cornmeal, putting the stuff inside, and frying it on I think right it's important. Yes. I think it's important. I think, like I said, you see the love that goes into it. You see the process. And you're also sharing your culture. You yes. said this is your grandma's way, your yes. grandma's recipe, mm -hmm. and all of that. So it's like people get to see like, oh, so the guy on the Food Network, he was doing some made-up stuff. This yes, is the this authentic, is an authentic thing. You know yes. what I mean? And this I think a, that's important. We, 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 empanadas, ayacas, pabellón, mm -hmm. pan de jamón, mm -hmm. those are all... Um, Venezuelan meals that we make from scratch. Mm -hmm. and empanadas and arepas and pabellón are our, like when we were taken by Christopher Columbus too. Mm -hmm. So when he came, he came to, and this is the scrap food. Like it was mm -hmm. the left of what the mm -hmm. rich people were eating. Absolutely. And then we made like a it. a lot of our food came from. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's what we make. That's corn. We just grind it up and mm -hmm. make the flour and then Carrots, onions, peppers, the scrap of them, that's mm -hmm. what we used to do. And now we use it with 100% quality food. It's and so tasteful. I saw something that said um, it was also convenient because you can work and have just a pocket. You know, you have a hand free. You can always just. Yes. Like a little sandwich. Yep, but you it just was a, cover, grab it. But it was it. everything mm -hmm. so that you felt like you had a whole meal yes. type of thing. You just grab it and carry it and walk in with it. Yeah. It's, it's like it makes a, sense. Yes. It is. And it. That's how they have to do because they have to work all the time. So all the time, yeah. yeah. And that's what I was hearing. But um, you picked Philly. You got here. How did we treat you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how we treated oh, my friend, man. <laughs> my, I always did it. Every time that I started telling my story, I said, "You're not gonna believe it because it sounds like a movie." But. <laughs> It is a movie, and I, I don't know how I survived all this. I don't know how I've been through all this, but I'm here, and I'm sharing my food, I'm sharing my love and my passion, so Absolutely. I did it. Absolutely. I come to feel it. I'm in Aruba, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm I saving money there because in Colombia, I wasn't making enough money. Mm -hmm. Monthly, monthly a Colombian gets $350. A month? A month. That's wow. the highest. My country, Venezuela, is $12 a month. Mm. 12 Mm. So, when you compare that, and then I, I'm in Venezuela, I'm making $12 an hour, I'm going to uh, culinary school, I'm going to language school, but I'm not making enough money to save, to mm -hmm. come, to, to go anywhere. So I go to Colombia, I am start making money, mm -hmm. but 350 is not even the ticket. The ticket to Philly was $800. Mm -hmm. So I have to figure out where should I go to save more money. So my dad is in Aruba, but me and my dad, he is with the government. So mm -hmm. when they put me in prison, he was like, you deserve it. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, these people is making people vote openly. Like, no, it's, it's, when I talk about this and when I remember what happened in my country mm -hmm. and I start, and I get in the middle of conversation here when a Republican and a Democrat are arguing, I'm like, this is what they want. They want the vision. We cannot do this because that's what they did in my country. And mm -hmm. I'm seeing it. I'm trying to explain people what is happening. But there are no, no, he, he believes that nobody can abort and whatever. But he believes in that because you have a, a, we have to explain him why he's wrong. But we are not attacking him. We cannot attack him. We just have to explain people. Because like you witnessed, things could go so far that it's, damn near impossible to reel them back in yes it's hard the, to come back from it, and then the, the, yeah you can't you cannot go all the way you have to always try to be in the middle because that's we balance. just follow Everything jesus jesus was always balance. in the middle mm -hmm. he, he was always trying to be good for the good and the bad even if the bad was bad he always forgave them mm -hmm. and try to teach them and try to help them and that's why that's what i'm trying to do and that's what i'm trying to 
share to people so they might understand what's my vision of it. They might not, they might do, and but I, I've been through this. I was in a, in a country who was being divided by the media and by divided by the the politics and by divided by the or every every situation was an argument. So which is sad because the soul of the people are not based we're on those n- No, because we, if we didn't have a system. This wouldn't exist. We wouldn't be arguing about mm-hmm. politics at We'd be all. be helping each other. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's what we should be doing. And that's what I want to do. And that's why I want to bring community in and do it. But when I was in my country, mm-hmm. it wasn't like that. So my dad and me, we have so many arguments mm-hmm. about politics. That that's happening here with families Families now. too. Yeah. And it's horrible. And that's why I don't want that to happen here. But I need, okay. I need to make money. The only way that I can make money is going with my dad to Aruba because I can make six hundred instead of three fifty. Mm-hmm. So I moved to I moved to Aruba with my dad and I start saving money there. I have I be, I'm two years there. I'm working at the Renaissance Hotel as a cook, mm-hmm. but my dad is a chef there, so I couldn't work there because I'm the daughter. So they. T- they changed my name to Juanita. <laughs> I look just like my dad. <laughs> like if you put a picture of me and my dad, you you know that I'm his daughter. <laughs> it's probably like you know what we just gonna leave it alone. Yes, <laughs> she knows what she's doing. <laughs> we need her. We need her. Yes, and then they left me. They they at the end they knew that I was his daughter and they left me there. And mm-hmm. then I was working at the DV Resort. I was housekeeping there so I was in a car a mini golf cart mm-hmm. just bringing pillows to the rooms and stuff like that and that was fun Aruba <laughs> is beautiful gorgeous it's beautiful the beach oh. I miss baby beach that, because you just walk and walk you can walk there. as far yeah. as you want and don't come past your waist <laughs> no. and the fish is just right there talking yeah. to you right there walking around <laughs> fish star or whatever I tell it's people amazing. about baby beach all the time man. Aruba so is peaceful. beautiful yes it is peaceful mm-hmm. it's a great place to take kids too yeah but, oh I seen I used to go every year. I seen mothers one day later bring their, their babies to mm-hmm. the seawater because they, of mm-hmm. course, it's the nature. It's yep. normal. Yeah. But that baby beach is perfect for that. It's, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. No currents coming or anything. No, nope, it's, it's beautiful. Still water. The water and the sun is white. Yeah. The sun is never seen sun as white as everyone one. You, I mean, you're so close to the equator, but you about to make me book another flight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Puerto Rico. Oh, now, back to the Epinata, because okay. I, did, I did get the bite into it, and as usual, this is fantastic. Fantastic. Everything tastes fresh. The dough, the, 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 the breading is, is, is perfect. Not too hard, not too soft. I'm having a great time right now. It's it's, it's, it's hard having to sit here and knowing that I got to keep a conversation going. <laughs> and don't go to them, but But it's okay. It's all right. We're going to sacrifice for the good of the episode. <laughs> nice. So, I'll feed him a load or two when you, you leave. <laughs> so you, um, you did the Aruba thing, and then you got your money together to be able to come to the U.S.? Yes. And then my dad didn't want me to come. Remember, he is a... Uh, leftist he's completely to the left he's scared of america you're gonna be around drugs you're gonna be and that's he was right i'm about to say yeah he was right so to a certain extent no no he was right i'm I'm not so i came to america and i didn't know nothing about drugs but weed Mm -hmm. like i never did well i saw barrels of cocaine (laughs) barrels but i didn't know what it was like Mm -hmm. i didn't understand like i knew my 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 schoolmate fathers mm-hmm. was doing that. He was in the military using ships mm-hmm. to bring that here. It's insane. Yeah. I saw the documentaries. <laughs> he probably was on it. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, but yes. <laughs> and but then the exposure in America was different. Uh, yeah. Immediately. They what? I'm sorry. Like it happened as soon as you got here. It changed that that way to to. No. So okay. I came here in America. I don't have a phone. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do because um, my classes. I went. I started on Kaplan English, mm-hmm. and my classes started a month later. Mm-hmm. And I was living at the the edge on the on Temple, mm-hmm. but my the place where I was going it didn't start to a month. Right. So I didn't have a place to sleep. I didn't have where to go or nothing. So my first night in America, funnily. I, my first meal was in this place when it was big as slices. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. My first meal in America was a pizza pizza from Big Slices who was here. Wow. And, and now I'm cooking here seven years later. But I mean, 
And it's amazing because, of course, everything happens for a reason. But <clears throat> it takes a lot of courage. I tell people all the time, to move from one state to another state by yes. yourself is a lot for a lot of people. They can't, fat, they can't even wrap their head around doing it, let alone make the Make a whole country, a whole and culture. You have just, I didn't know the language. I didn't, like, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to try it because I have the, I, I knew that I, I would do it because I was so focused on it. I wanted, I, I'm going to speak perfect English. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to share my food. I'm going to start cooking. And I always wanted to work at a vegan restaurant. That's the first place that I went. And I got a job there and learned vegan recipes. And then I want to learn um, chicken and waffles and all the Southern food. And mm-hmm. then I went to a restaurant Southern food and I learned all those recipes. It was amazing. And I actually was running that restaurant. It was called Rose Petals on 321 Chilton. Mm. I think they closed out on pandemic so sad because their food was amazing. Mm. And then I, I, I wanted to learn cheesesteaks. I'm in Philly. Mm-hmm. So now I have to learn how to make a real good cheesesteak. And I went to work at Atnish Grub on 12th and Oregon. And mm-hmm. then I came to Sonny's right here in the corner. Mm-hmm. On, and then I went to uh, Campus. Mm-hmm. And now I I make the best cheesesteaks. Yeah. Uh oh! And you got so you got stuck down here. You uh, bounce around this area. Yeah, around this area quite a bit, huh? Mm-hmm. I was working on passion too. I mm-hmm. work at Flannel there. I was, mm-hmm. but that that's when COVID happened. And yeah. then I worked Thanks. there for two months, and then COVID happened, and I lost a job. And then I went back to Vegas license to start working there for the last two years. <laughs> You, if, if full circle is a thing, yeah, it's right here. It should be your middle name. Jeez. No, because it's it's, it's it's um it's inspirational, but it's like you're really just going with destiny. Yes, I you know. know I'm not. I mean? I'm planning, but I'm not planning. Like, mm. just uh, actually, yesterday I was reading something about that. The universe will always give you your path, mm-hmm. but if you want you want to try to control that path you're not gonna go through the path. You have to let it flow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And most of the times I've been trying to control it and trying to control it and try, and that's when my stuff goes to the other way. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like, okay, I need to relax. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't have a real job. I'm just selling my product. It's just my investment now. It's just what I'm doing. And that's why I want people to know that I'm doing this. And this is a moment. This is a moment I wanted to share my experience. I wanted to share my culture, what I did. I wanted to share my experiences so maybe other people who are going through this can get some examples from me or can know okay i'm a i'm open to anybody to text me on instagram or so i will gladly talk to you because i know how hard it is i know i know you need somebody to talk even when i was here in america i didn't have nobody and Mm -hmm. if i call my mom or my dad i will tell her hey i don't know i don't have where to sleep i don't know where to they're gonna get worried Mm -hmm. i have to deal with that with myself because that's my it was my decision to come here so that's that's what I did. I decided I'm going there, going to Philly, and let's do it. So I came here. My best friend was already in Philly, but I we I, we didn't have funds. Right. And we've been best friend, John Paul. If you're seeing me, yo, John Paul. <laughs> um, we were meant to find each other again because I found the hostel right here, and. They didn't have a bed for two days. So mm-hmm. I left my baggage there. I said, hey, can I pay you just to leave my baggage till you have a bed for me in two days? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a place to sleep. I just wandering around Old City, <laughs> looking at the places, going to Betsy Ross house and Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> the history of America started But you here. like to learn. You're, yes. You're, you're big on learning. You're very yes. intelligent also. But there's a level of confidence that I don't think you, you, you notice that you have. Like it's you have a lot of like uh, I don't give a fuck in me. You know what I mean? It's like, fine. That's my motto. It's fine. Everything. But that's gonna beautiful be fine. because, like you say, and you're not gonna get into but so many details. But I'm sure you've seen a lot of dark days and dark yes. nights, and had a lot of times where you had no idea, but you had. I faith. cry by myself. I scream by myself. But I think I, you always believed in you, though. I think it feels like you just bet on you all the time. Uh, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people can't do that, and, and that's why when you say you're willing to talk to people, I think that it is important for people to hear your story or to be able to reach out to you because just being able to get it from in here, yeah, you know, is something that we need to be able to share with people because 
we might have strengths that other people ha- don't have, but we're no greater than them. No, no, but na- no, no way. We're Everybody's the same. We are all right. humans. We are. We just have different understandings. Yes, and different- we are different paths. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. We are going in different paths. You you have a path because you were born here. You were born to do something, mm-hmm. and and that's what you are doing right now. And that's what God puts you to here. I believe in God. I'm really faithful in God. Yeah, me and too. I don't believe in religions. I don't follow religions. It's just God and me and my cat. <laughs> And that's fine. That's that's animals and and all this, but no, I don't want. I don't want to belong to anything but myself and God. That's it. And mm-hmm. I want to follow that. And want to, if Jesus was an example, he did what everybody should have been done. That's what I'm trying to do. Follow his example and trying to help other people and keep going. So I come to America. Don't know where he jumped Paul is, mm-hmm. and I go to the. Liberty Bell, mm-hmm. and you know there is a house outside. Mm-hmm. That house has like a, a seat right there. Right. So I lay down there and I'm looking at the stars, and that's my first night after I eat here. And I'm like, how I'm gonna fall, John Paul? I mm-hmm. don't know where he at. I hear somebody screaming, Michelle! And I look around, and it's John Paul running to me. He found me there. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. <laughs> that's like amazing. Like. <laughs> Damn near impossible. Your first night? My first night. Wow. Wow. So, so then what happened? And we find each other. We start walking around. He said, let's find weed. That's what we need to do right now. Might as well smoke. <laughs> Ain't got nowhere to be. There's nothing to do. Nothing was found weed. So we start looking at it. And I'm like, where? I'm like, I don't know. So we start walking and we start smelling it everywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's somewhere around here. And I... We walked down Rittenhouse Square. And Rittenhouse Square, uh, seven years ago, you could smoke there, weed, mm-hmm. and everybody was chill. And, and everywhere. Used it to was be amazing to be there. Actually, I had a year that I was going after work there every day because I love people rapping and going around mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sharing. And I used to bring food from it, and then we just share the food around there. So we have actually, I went like a week ago there and there's still people who used to go there they were like oh my god I haven't seen you so long and we shared information and like that's dope it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah. people there so we went to Reading House Square and I, I'm smelling and I'm like we don't know how to speak English too much and we're like mota marijuana mm-hmm. and the guy's like Ten dollars, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> Hilarious. I went and then um, we got to join, roll it, sit down, and I smoked, and it was incredible. I did, couldn't believe that I was here. I couldn't believe that I, I did it. I'm here. I'm, I, I'm in America after. Two years waiting for my visa after mm-hmm. the fighting, after the saving money, after the. I'm here. I've been telling everybody, and most of the people. This I've been planning this for like three years, and then my 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 teachers. No, you're not gonna do that. How are you gonna do that? You're gonna be alone, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm not afraid. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. Like, I know I can make it happen, and. And you and were absolutely I, correct. I actually did. You were right. I was 25 years old. I was planning to do it earlier, but 25 was perfect because I already knew what I was doing. My mindset was different. I wasn't a teenager thinking like a teenager. I knew that, I, oh, I have to find a roof, find food, and find a job. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have to do. I have three thousand dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I didn't find a job it, after I get a been room, going quick. I will go. It very had, quick. You wouldn't have no more ten dollars for Red House Park. No. <laughs> 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 no more. <laughs> nah, it'll, it'll go quick. Especially like you say, you are your you are your support system out here. You and your best friend. Yes. So it's not a lot of cushion. No, there's wasn't nothing. In mm-hmm. in. Okay, that's when the the the. The bad, the bad things start happening. Mm-hmm. We are in a we are in a country that we don't know, so we're trying to find a job. And I'm a cook, so I have that skill. Even if I don't speak the language, mm-hmm. I can cook tomatoes, cook onions. If you tell me tomate, onions, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But my friend is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He went for law school in Venezuela. He's a high lawyer there. He was like. Well, the one who took like me, that. yeah, like like he took me out of prison with his mom because mm-hmm. she's also she's also a lawyer. Like, um, get all my papers together or whatever. But he's looking for a job, but he doesn't speak English too well. He doesn't have the same skills that I do, and he can't find a job. So he started 
um, applying on Craigslist, mm -hmm. and this guy offered him a job of taking care of his dad, and it was all a lie. He stole two thousand dollars out of him. Wow. So after a month and a half, he's like, I can't do it, Michelle. I have to go back. And I'm like, I, I, I can't go back. If I go back, I can't afford to come back, so I have to stay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, well, are you sure? I don't want to leave you alone. I said, there is no other way. If I go back, I'm going to get killed by these fucking people or mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be depressed all the time. I don't want to I'm already here. I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So he left. And <laughs> after a month and a half, I'm already on Temple. I went to, uh, I went to Kaplan. Mm -hmm. I studied there. Uh, learned for like a month of English. Hey, Erica. Hello. Yes, yes come here. No, I don't want to come I love you. <laughs> she's from Mac Taverns. She's the bartender at Mac Taverns. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. She's amazing. She always come and say hi and support us and like female power. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, um, Temple, um, and it's a thousand dollars paying for school mm -hmm. and six hundred for the place that I'm living, mm -hmm. and funny seventy five dollars. And Septa is this, and Septa is this. I can't afford to go to school anymore. I need to stop because mm. I don't have money enough for do both. To things. do both, right? Yeah. So my visa is a student visa, mm -hmm. and I have to okay. I have to start doing my my political asylum thing because mm -hmm. my student visa is expiring five years. But the five years I know that I have to do that process in mm -hmm. that Absolutely. time period of time. So I do my the process. Of the, everything is a process here. <laughs> like what? in the war why so long why so many steps why you have to go from one people to another person I i've been here the whole time and i don't get it i don't like it i either. don't get it i just know it's a thing i don't yes, like it i don't, I don't like, like it. it so <laughs> i have to do it i have to get used to it because uh, this is what my brother choose so i'm doing i'm doing it i'm doing it and go to start looking for a lawyer she started um, paying for my my visa whatever my political asylum mm -hmm. but then i start dating this guy and um dating with him for like eight months and one time we were in the room and we were doing things that couples do and mm -hmm. this lady who owns the house that I was living she started talking on the phone and saying stuff that we were doing in the room and I'm like what what's how you know what we're doing and like she I confront her I came out and confronted her I said and she's like uh, I don't know and my boyfriend at that time I he became my husband after He's looking what is in the room. He found a camera. Camera, right. Mm -hmm. So he's like, you can live here. This woman is crazy. We have to leave. We have to leave. And I moved with him. And mm -hmm. we were fine for those maybe after four more months, like a whole year. And I didn't know that a doctor could give you drugs that will make you addicted. Mm. And he was taking his medicine. Mm. For me, we're medicine. Mm -hmm. But after a couple months, I started to realize that he's falling asleep, he's getting angry, mm -hmm. he's screaming at me, Opioids. and he was doing Percocet mm -hmm. and Xanax. Yep. And I'm like, oh my God, how you do this? So it happens that his doctor, his, my husband is paying the doctor $100 to, for a prescription of, mm -hmm. of 60 pills every, every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And this is a business, and this is, and I'm like, what? Okay, so my husband is trying. He gives me a pill, and I try it, and I'm now doing Percocet, and I'm addicted to them, and I'm mm. like, for a whole year, I'm, I, I'm sleeping on the couch, I'm, I'm doing Percocet in Xanax, I'm sleeping on the couch, I'm not doing nothing, I'm depressed, I'm not talking to my family, I don't have friends, I don't have a job. He's just taking care of me and letting me sleep all the time because he didn't want to share me. Mm -hmm. So, I, I got tired after, I, I took 12 pills one day because mm. I wanted to die mm. and he let me sleep for like two days and when I wake up, I call my mom and I told her and she was like, you have to get out of there, mm -hmm. this is not safe for you. I never told her before because I, I wasn't, I didn't want to worry them. I, do, I actually, I talk to my family every day, but I don't tell them what is happening. Mm -hmm. I don't, because they can help me and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna worry them. So I don't tell him what is happening, but 
he started abusing me, started hitting me. And I, uh, because I started asking him to stop doing the pills, let's just sell them and, and, and make the money out of it, but let's just stop it, please get help. I wanna get pregnant, I wanna have a family with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the last time I did that, he broke my lip, mm. plugged my eye, and I slept with her that him that night, and the next day I grabbed my stuff and I left. Mm-hmm. That's that's after two years of being with him. Once he, again, another display of how strong and how much courage you have. Like, it's uh, another example of it. But I did went through it. I did. I, mean, I did. I did trying to kill myself. I did. We're, we're, we're I did also. was doing drugs. I was like I. I but, found myself after all that, but I could have been. You got out of that, though. Yes, I could. I'm not doing that. drugs anymore. I yeah. don't. I just smoke weed sometimes, but I don't. I don't even drink too much. I mm-hmm. drink. Like wine, wine, and like, let's say, but I don't not indulge in. Oh, uh, no, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like the only thing that makes me happy is weed when I get home to play ga- video games. That's what I get to do. Video games, Destiny, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> How many hours do you play a week? Uh, like 10. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. It's an hour yeah. and a half a day. Uh, yes. Not bad. No, yeah. I don't play too much because uh, I work a lot. That's mm-hmm. that's that's why. But I, that's my favorite time of the day when I yeah, get home. Yeah, that's how you get the wind jump down. Jump, 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 and just do, 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 all these monsters. Yeah, this relaxes you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving my planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I actually play with George sometimes. We we have a set and mm-hmm. then we, we just talk play crazy. And talk. Yeah, man. He's George, is a, George is a great dude. Very talented too with yes. his hands also. So um, yeah, he's amazing. Him, man. I'm he's so glad person. he I get to meet you. How did and you meet George? So I used to work at Tony's, mm-hmm. and my coworker Alex mm-hmm. is his room was his roommate. Okay, they live together, and mm-hmm. then we create a group of friends where it was. George, Alan, Harrison, Christine, me, and we used to watch Game of Thrones every Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like each of us, we just make a turn and cook. So yeah. one week I cook, and next week they cook. And next, and it was it's, it's a Sound great like group. a great Game of Thrones group to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a group. Because I watch Game group. of Thrones. I'm about to watch the new one that they, the um what's the name of um Mother of Dragons? I think it's called. Mother of Dragons. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yes, that's coming out. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm excited. But Wish. that's funny though because you make your own little community wherever you go. Yes. Just like now, everybody that comes in and oh, out of here. But if we go outside, they know who you are. <laughs> Y'all screaming, "I love you!" From across the room, like you, 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 you know how to how to make family and how to adapt to people that you that that understand you and that you and that you understand. And I, that's I, important too. Is is because I want to give people. And share my energy. I have too much energy. Most Why of the time. Why are you not I'm, afraid to? I'm afraid of what? Why are you not afraid to? Nothing tells you, you know what? If I'm trying too hard to share the energy that I might get hurt, you don't worry about yes. that? With couples. Mm. Yeah. If when, when I try to pick a partner, mm-hmm. and. So, I was gay. <laughs> I came to America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had a girlfriend for six years in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And we we were happy. We were fine. And But then I have to run away. And then those she needed to go. We needed to go separate ways. Right. Because she couldn't get a visa. She, whatever. She's now in Panama. She's happy with it. She got married. She has her uh, wife. She's fine. But then... I don't think I can fall in love with a girl again. <laughs> <laughs> so I started dating guys, and and the first one was my husband, and mm-hmm. then the next one I dated was a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to pick them. And then the next one was someone who was so smart, worked for NASDAQ, brilliant person, such a nice guy, and boom, cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. And now I'm like, I, I, I'm like, okay, whatever but, happens, whatever happens. I yeah, because um, the timing, just like everything else in your story, it's going to happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. And I, I'm not just like everything it. else in your story, none of that came easy. No. So you're going to have to work. You know what I mean? You're going to have to 
Just keep <sighs> yourself safe. Yes. Keep your mind at a certain space to where you have the confidence to know what you what you bring to the table and just keep it moving. Uh, that's what I told you. I'm not trying to control anything else just anymore. Just keep it moving, I'm, man. Again, I can't control it. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, you you have, like I said, from when I met you, you told me I have a lot of story to share. I have a lot. To, and then when we came through here to, t- to taste the wonderful Ebonatis, <laughs> you said, I really want to do your podcast because I really want to share with people. And it's like, you definitely have a story. A lot of story. I told you. Have you have a great yes. story. You this would this man somebody might need to write this out. <laughs> it be on screen somewhere because it's like we've seen variations of this story before in yeah. movies, right? But the arc is different. Mm-hmm. You know, and with yours, it's like, oh, uh, yep. <laughs> and it's like that's entertaining. It is, and it's inspirational because if you look at um. What was the Will Smith movie, Pursuit of Happiness? Yes. And you see what they went through, and you, then you see the end of it, and it's like, man, he just yeah. had to have the strength to get through that period, yes. that time. And, 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 and God bless his boy for being yeah. there with him. But you know what I mean? Mm. We, we just have to trust trust it. Trust the universe, trust God. And, and just keep working and keep, keep learning. Working. Yes, keep learning. learning. Learning is, is my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I Everything, I'm right now I'm absorbing for you, I'm absorbing for Kay, I'm absorbing for my boss. Like everything fills me and gives me more to give. Were you always good with uh, like school? I was, I was a bully. <laughs> was mean. You used to be mean to people. Because they were mean to me. Because I was the fat one. And I was always reading. And I was always like, I was the nerd. So yeah. they were on top of me. Yeah, you. Because I used to say, I, I get inside the book when I read it. That's why I don't pay attention sometimes. Mm. And they're like, you're too fat to fit in the fucking book. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're too retarded to understand what I'm saying. I'm about to say, <laughs> like. But that's why I was mean. Not because I wanted to be mean. I needed nah, to was, defend defending, myself. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, kids are, are, are cruel, and and most kids get picked on some more than others. And it's it's really based on how you handle it, which yeah. you get out of it. And you stood up for yourself. That's and you might have got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> you might have went a little overboard. I did. But I, I get it. I get it. I so, get but it. The, pol- the 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 good part about that is in the politics. I the first politic movement I did was. We're, I'm in the, in Nixon Mejia Romero is my school, and um, we don't have our, we are paying a lot of money. It's a private school, Catholic private school. And so you're 10 years old. I was, I was on third, on third grade. Uh, ninth grade. Ninth grade. Ninth grade is like 15, mm-hmm. 14. 14 first. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we don't have our conditioner, and we're, we're in classes, and I'm, we're sweating, and we're mad, and I'm like, mm-mm. We're not staying here. Grab the fucking chairs and we're going to outside. And we all grab the chairs and put them outside. And then the teacher was coming and find us on the on the basketball field. And then he, she's like, what are you doing here? I said, just too hot there. Mm-hmm. And they follow me. They did that. And that's when I started, oh, people actually listen to me. Now I can do stuff. And that's when I started this. That was the first stuff that I did that I was like, oh, people listen to me. Maybe I can do something else. I remember my moment. I was on, um, it was middle school, and you know how teachers always have a hard time calming the kids down. Yes. And it's, everybody be quiet. I'm going to give y'all detention. We're not going to such and such. Nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> everybody everybody quiet. be quiet. Yep. i like, hold oh, I have a and voice. And the teacher, at first the teacher's <laughs> like, don't do that. And then next time it happened, the teacher started looking at you like, you going to do please? the thing? <laughs> do it. You got this. But I realized, Help like, me here. because I wasn't a bully and I wasn't necessarily intimidating, I'm like, it's something to that. Yeah. It just took me a while to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I was but a bully, I so, it. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But I noticed that it was a thing You have where a voice. You have a presence. Listen. You have a, yeah. I love you since I first saw you the first day. I was like, yeah, I need to meet this guy. I need to hang out with him. I need to. And that's why... We're here. That's why we're friends now. Awesome. <laughs> I'm glad to be chosen because clearly you make great decisions. <laughs> and who your friends are. We just got to get you better relationships. That's yes. all. That's okay. We got time for that. We got time. You ain't time. going nowhere no I'm time I'm 32. Soon. I'm and still you still got a new. You still got a whole nother culinary skill to figure out before then anyway. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's the next one that you would like to check off your list? What are you interested in that you haven't mastered yet? Um, culinary. Mm, Turkish. Like, uh, like maybe... I like Mediterranean, but I want to learn like um, falafels and like mm-hmm. the proper way to make it. Because everybody makes it here, but I want to. You want grandma way? Grandma way, yes. Yeah. That's what I love. Like mm-hmm. the 
maybe if I can go to when I went to Colombia, I learned from the grandmas. When I, in mm-hmm. Venezuela, I learned from my grandmas. In Aruba, I, there is Tia Elena, is what well, this Aunt Elena. She mm-hmm. is a Dutch old lady mm-hmm. who cooks Dutch food in Aruba. But you know, Aruba is from Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. And I learned from that, her food. So I, I, that's what I, and plus what I went to school in Venezuela, I was Mediterranean specialty. But mm-hmm. we just did one. One dish for each country, and mm-hmm. that was that was it. I want to see everything. You I want to see detail. Yeah, because yes. even I was here the last time. You was making crepes. Yes, and I took. French. That's my that's my second thing. The French. I took French class maybe seven eight times. I only learned about the first chapter of the book <laughs> each time. Excuse me, pour français aussi. I'm not doing that with you. But um, my French name was Jacques von Ries. Jacques Von Ries. Jacques Von Ries. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but um, every time we'd have a class, once a year, they would always have the time when you, everybody brings in a dish. Yes. And I always loved whoever made the crepes. <laughs> because crepes was awesome to me because they like like pizza or like a sandwich where you could put anything, anything in the crepe. Anything inside. Anything. And then once you get that good flaky, it, yep. it's going to be right to you. You yep. know what I mean? You go anywhere from apples to jerk chicken in the crepe. To salmon, to, to pork, to whatever. People love that. I just thought it was amazing. Like Bechamel pork, people love that thing. Bechamel bacon, mm-hmm. people love that thing. Is And people most, no most, but a lot of people don't know that crepes can be savory or, or sweet. sweet. Yes. And, it's a, and it's a simple science to it. Yes. But... You got to do it right or yes. it's, it's going to be You have to practice disaster. About everything. Everything. It's going to be a disaster. That's why I don't do that's why I don't do bakery cuz a cake you have to know what you're doing. Yeah, the, percent- the temperature, the the temperature, the, the percentage, the there's so many factors that can involve in pizza dough or f- anything with flour. You have to be aware of the humidity in the room, the like everything, the heat or the f- air conditioning. And if you do a meal and something's lacking, you can usually add it to it. With a cake, it's done once it's done. That was done, it's done. That <laughs> can't fix it. It's baked already. <laughs> you put it in the oven and that came out like that and there's only, a, there's only a couple little tricks and they only solve a couple problems. Yep. <laughs> a couple of them. <laughs> no, but that's, um, that's interesting because if you are always immersing yourself in education in some form, whether that's learning another language or learning their culture through their food. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be the most well-rounded person on this block in a minute. That you're gonna be able so. to, you, can, you can manage all of this shit. <laughs> I know most of this business now. So you, I know what they... You ran half yeah, of them already. I work at Stowe's too. I quit there because of a situation that happens there that I'm not ready to share. It. But... Um, I know how they work. I know how Sony's work. I know how back. You know how they could be better. Yes, I actually was. I actually was doing that for him. I changed his menu. Mm-hmm. Stoves, make a new a new recipe for all the tacos. Make a new recipe for everything. But then he got like, yeah, I'm just paying you fifteen percent. I'm like, peace out, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because I deserve twenty five percent at least because fifteen percent is not enough. And what you what. I made my I made the menu with with cost efficiency in mind, so you're saving that. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he's so saving everything. Yeah. yeah. So give I, me I'm that. Bre- I'm changing the menu, cutting costs, mm-hmm. cleaning that place because it was. Ugh. And you make the menu more functional to where everything on it can fold I, over into something else. Yes. You don't, nothing goes to waste. Nothing goes to waste, and that's mm-hmm. what I told him. But he wasn't ready. A to A lot of share. people don't understand that part. Like, no. You're losing so much where you could just pay me for saving you that. Exactly. You can give me a little just, more, and I can save you a lot. Just organizing you, just cleaning, and just putting things things away is gonna save you a lot of money. I damn near should be a partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, just be a partner, but no, I, I understand. It. Um, but I think like one of the things that I've always liked about um, being a chef is that y'all get to make up menus for places that are established. Yes. Like y'all get to go in there and it's like it's y'all twist now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a dope. It's a it's a responsibility, but I think that's like yes. a, a dope way to bet on yourself. Like so, for example, in in Big Ass Slices, they have they still have my recipes. I give it to them. Because they were so nice to me, they have the French toast mm-hmm. and the avocado toast. Mm-hmm. They are both my recipes, mm-hmm. and 
that's my signature. They mm-hmm. have it. I give it to them. Mm-hmm. But the people still come there and they say, hey, that's Michelle's food. You mm-hmm. heard tasting hair flavor. And people still love it. People still no, come for the same recipe. Awesome. Yes. I think that's awesome. I think that that's like an award. Like, you know what I mean? You keep the menu and, yep. and frame it later and say, you know how much we made off of this menu? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know give what they me was- 20%. <laughs> no, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. So, yeah. how long have you been in this particular spot? Two months. Two months. So, I came in pretty much the beginning of you getting here. Yeah. And I see that you and the owner have a great relationship. Yes. She, she treats you like a partner. The owner is amazing. She, we are partners. We, mm-hmm. That's how she calls me. She calls me her partner because we are both here investing our times. And she wants the same that I do. We want to help the community. We want to build a community. We want to actually, we, if you look for us in Facebook, you can find us at Old City Kitchen or Old City Kitchen Community. And right. that's where we talk about it. Hey, this week, this person is going to come. You want to come and share your food or mm-hmm. you want to sell your products. And that's what we're trying to build. It's amazing. I think I, I think, I don't know if she did it for me or God did it for me through her, but this is amazing. This is what I wanted to do. And that's, that's teaching again, coming to share my food. Like, I think I belong here since the first day. God brought me to the third place. <laughs> like I said, when I first came here, like I've worked in kitchens before, and I like this space. I yes. think for what um, you guys are doing with it and what your intentions is, like like you said, with um, be, people being able to showcase their own things. Yeah. I think this is a great space for and that. And you see the back and the next door. And downstairs, you can, if you want to um, use it as a ghost kitchen, mm. you can use downstairs. We have a mm. whole ghost kitchen downstairs, and we have all the things that you need. That's and, good to know. Yes. That's so good to know. If you need to prep for catering or whoever needs a ghost kitchen whoever needs to prep anything whoever just come here to contact us all city kitchen online my phone number and laura's in the website so you just call us and we put you on the in the, in the calendar so you've been here about seven years in in america right you yes said. and you've seen a transition of um food trucks going up um in popularity you've mm-hmm. seen ghost kitchens become a thing yes you've seen um um, pop-up restaurant um, spaces that they that they build in. Yep. How does that? How do you how do you feel about the transition? Do you think that that that's a godsend? Like that's a blessing because there's levels to what you're able to produce and how you're able it, to get it, it out. It is a blessing for the community, the, the <clears throat> common people. Mm-hmm. Like for me, for you, is a blessing because now we can do it. Mm-hmm. Now we can sell a product. Now we can do. Oh, we multiple I have levels. A, multiple levels. You got an entry point. Now, now for companies, big companies, they are trying to build. That's, I actually talked with somebody from Slice, and they're trying to build ghost kitchens, and that's mm-hmm. what they want to do now, because that's where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. First of all, we don't want to spend money renting a whole place for three days that we're going to use it. Yep. And as I come here, rent it for three days, I pay my three days, and I'm out. I mm-hmm. don't have to come back till one, I want it again, or when I put calendar. But this is some, this like a new way of doing things. Yes. That's it wasn't what like that I would when change. you got No, here. it wasn't yeah. like that. It wasn't like that. Now I... I'm getting used to it. I always get like good wave, I get there and I'm trying to get into it and that's why I do pop-ups now and that's why but a ghost kitchen it is building a restaurant in different kitchens around the city. Right. So if I have a ghost kitchen and I'm selling empanadas as a ghost kitchen, I come here and make it today because it's off today. But tomorrow I have to go and do it at a another restaurant flannel in mm-hmm. passion and mm-hmm. i use their ghost kitchen and sell my product from there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's that's the thing what i think that we're missing right now is a ghost kitchen delivery service because uh, the uh, the big pla- the big ones aren't aren't, aren't tapped in no. with y'all like that I, I imagine so i didn't think of that mm-hmm. i didn't think of that and you know so what? whoever is saying if you have the idea i got somebody <laughs> I, actually, I actually thought of somebody i could talk to about yes that. nice shout out the we deliver um, <laughs> <laughs> might be able to figure that out for you but yeah. um i'm glad that you said that also because just like with anything if there's anything that you're trying to figure out let me figure out if i have a resource that could be helpful awesome. if not i can't yes you know but i'm never gonna um never gonna bullshit you of course yeah we can tr- talk straight and yeah just let me know let and you I'll, know. I'll, I'll put the word out i'll see what comes back if i can help more you know better but if not then my bad but no it's fine it's fine yeah. i understand 100 percent. but that that's what we're missing in the ghost kitchen community and the ghost kitchen thing that is growing right now yeah because a lot of everything is takeout now especially with um COVID and yeah. 
um, violence and nonsense that's been going on. Yeah. A lot of people are just and and nobody has time really to enjoy a meal out anymore like no. we used to. It's, priorities have shifted in the yeah. last few years. It's, it, we we're st- we spend we're trying to spend more money. We're we're trying to spend less money. We're trying to save money. Like I'm doing prep meal too. So if mm-hmm. you want to prep meal for, for breakfast week. in a week, mm-hmm. you can call me, set that up, and I can awesome. work with you. Like. You like vegetables. You like this. You don't like this. What mm-hmm. you want to change? Because right and now, you, and you vegan certified. You can do that. Yes, vegan. I can do vegan. Mm-hmm. I can do gluten free. I can do any kinds of food because I went to culinary school for four years. When I graduated, at the same time that I was doing politics, this is all the part of the story you don't know. The same time that I'm going to school to languages, mm-hmm. I will go into school to culinary school at the same time. So I'm, I'm going. I'm spending my life in college yeah and after <laughs> after i come out of college i go and work in the street to help people so right. my life was 18 hours in the street four hours of sleeping that was every day i used to come back from college at 11 p.m and wake up at 4 a.m to go to college again and it was every day for four but years you was young and you had the energy for i had the energy yeah, now the energy i can't do that <laughs> i think about how i used to run sometimes and the hours that we used to keep that was like regular and i could think of like years of only going to sleep at two in the morning and being up by seven but in the morning all the time and it's like now i might need a nap like i can get <laughs> i can get up in the morning yes but later on i'm gonna have to like Ugh, rest my eyes yes. because it's not the same but I'm glad that I ran when I could. Yeah. Sometimes I could have spent the energy in better directions, but I learned a lot and I survived it. Yes. You know? Yeah, but here we are mm-hmm. in the same way, in the same Absolutely. position, in all city kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, thanks a lot for having us, man. I-, I appreciate the hospitality from the first time that we came through here. You guys are the best. And <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here. I'm so happy you guys came. No, I was glad we was able to make this happen because... The first time that I met you, like I keep referring back to, I never forgot what you said. Mm-hmm. It's just that with this podcast, we have a hundred more people we're supposed to interview. Oh, no, of course. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, I we want to get to and schedules permitting and all of that. So it was like, I was I'm glad so glad that you we, make glad it happen. We were though. able to do this now yeah. because I think that with you having a, um, with, with you only being here for two months, this is the perfect time for you to do it. Yes. Because it's the beginning of your time in this space. Yes. If we'd have done this a couple of months ago when we met, You'd have been yeah. doing another thing. And yeah, doing other stuff. But here, this is the place this where I'm going to stay for a long time. Yep. Dope, dope. Yep. Awesome, awesome. So, so I need you to tell the people how to follow you. Once again, give them the address and the information about this situation and how they can keep in contact with you and maybe hire you to cater something or yep. for meal prep. Catered in, meal preps, yeah. uh, anything you need, anything that you've, you'd want a fancy dinner with your couple, mm-hmm. I'll make that happen too. I can actually, we can make it in the backspace or or we can I can do it at your house. I can bring all the service. I have everything to make it look pretty. But you have to, you can, and you have to follow us on mm-hmm. All City Kitchen. That's the Instagram. That's the Facebook. That's everything. All City Kitchen everywhere. And then mine is Chef Michu. C H E F M I C H U. Michu. Chef you did Michu. Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my friend. You did great. You did great. You did great. Well. um it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Always a pleasure to see you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for, um, like I said, the hospitality. You guys here are awesome. Um, and, and pass that along to your partner. I will. Me. But um, this has been another episode of Sipping with Sammy. Sam alone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already. You wouldn't have had a shot yet. Tap in with Chef Michu, man. You won't regret it. <laughs> Just to see the smile is worth it. Thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> banana. Back to that. Hold up. Let me see. Ooh, all the love. And this after an hour, like just chilling. Nice, just chilling, yes. Like love. <laughs> Fresh. Look, 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 like a, nope. Oh, uh, man. Man. That's a pocket, ain't it? That's what beautiful. You call a pocket. <laughs> the fucking chemist. Somebody called Domino's. Luigi get Mario. Desperado, no Legos, I'ma, no jokes in this bitch. Bitch! Rim tilted, day filtered, on the low in his mix. Bitch! Poppy, I don't need her. Nah. Slow stroke while I feed her. Yeah. Rap 
Pepsi and Pita. Uh, Inhale in my Pita. Oh. Slow grind, how it starts out. Right. You want us out throwing darts out. Right. Slice Smurf, got a thoughts out. Oh. This slick shooter, what I thoughts about. Oh. Mosey on for one. Close the door, you run. In the wind, she know this ball. Watch the table, you, you know, know the score. They tryna hit me long time ago now, so let I be dropping like dominoes. Domino. I fuck a girl in this audio, she on my top, she be jumping like Mario. Oh. I get the purple, but then I put it together and mix like Savio. Yeah. I'm living out in the county, I roll up a Dutch and I smoke in my patio. Oh. They tried to hit me long time ago now, so let I be dropping like dominoes. I fuck a girl in this audio, she on my top, she be jumping like Mario. Oh. I take a trip out the city, I hop on the plane and you know that I gotta go. Yeah. She wanna come and she find my nose, I made her come and she find my nose. Oh. Stand there. 